after the Joe Rogan, Jack Dorsey episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, do you need any other evidence to understand that he is a fucking piece of shit? Uh, I've went into a couple times how much I can't stand Joe Rogan anymore. And uh, I've stated before that part of it is more so that I'm disappointed with who I, who he used to be, who I thought he was, which was a big thinker. Um, I was okay with him being an an atheist. I didn't have any big problem with that. Um, or an agnostic, whatever he wants to call himself. I was okay kind of letting slide the, the liberal leftist bullshit that he partakes in. Um, being abortion. There was an episode where he was, I think he was on uh, Howard Stern and there was a porn, a girl, a, a porn star that was on there. And she said to Joe Rogan, she was like, yeah, I, we had a one night stand and you got me pregnant and I hadn't, and, and she, and she didn't mention it right away. And then all of a sudden she goes, uh, yeah, I, I was pregnant and, um, I, I had an abortion. And then Joe Rogan goes, Oh, thank God. Cause he was starting to sweat and all that other shit about it and then and then he he was okay I mean not only okay it was like he was at that point uh you know what um god what's his name Jim Gaffigan has a, a really good argument for anybody who's atheist he has a bit where he says basically if you have if you have kids and you're atheist the moment that you can't see your kid in a in a mall or in a store you start praying to God real quick you know what I mean so uh, and that's basically what was happening with Joe. And uh, isn't it funny that when all of a sudden he doesn't have to be accountable or responsible for his fucking actions, uh, he thanks God. That motherfucker. Um, so I, I, around that time when I heard that snippet, uh, that was still around the time that he was still shitting on Alex Jones before Alex Jones. I believe it was before, maybe even around the time that Alex got banned. Um, and he was doing his stupid, stupid shit. I think that was also around the time that Owen Benjamin came on a show and he told Owen that he's the worst representative of himself, which is such a fucking slap in the face. But anyway, um, the shit that I have a problem with is he's a horrible friend. And I've seen that in the, in, in how he was constantly throwing Alex under the bus. He would, he would say, Oh yeah, I like Alex. We've been friends for 20 years, but he's crazy and he, you know, he's nuts. He thinks in these conspiracy theories and shit. Back in the day, Joe didn't believe that we landed on the moon. And he would give up his evidence of why he didn't think that, you know, he'd make the arguments that well, you could just you could make a video, it's not that hard and all this other shit. And now he's totally in lockstep with everything that the government says. He's not I think, in fact, he's he's against all conspiracy theories, with the with the one being Bigfoot. I think I could be off on that, but he'd constantly throw Alex under the bus, and he only increased it when the whole uh, Joey Diaz, um, God, what's his other friend, the the, the jujitsu black belt guy, Eddie Bravo, Joey Diaz, Diaz, Eddie Bravo, and Alex Jones controversy came out where Joey Diaz started some shit saying that Alex or uh, that telling Eddie Bravo that Joe Rogan was talked to by 
uh, some men in black or some CIA agents or something along those lines. And then Alex Jones got a hold of it and started saying it on his show. Well, you can't really blame Alex Jones too much for that because he was taking it from a friend of Joe's that told him that. And so, of course, he's going to uh, reiterate it on his show. Well, when that happened, all of a sudden, Joe Rogan, Mr. Fucking Sensitive, can't take it and started saying... This is from the amount of information that I have about the whole situation. He started saying that Alex Jones was saying, saying stuff about him and his family. All Alex said was that Joe was uh, had was talked to by some men in black CIA agent type individuals and he threatened Joe's family. That's the extent of it. And Joe Rogan got all sensitive about it and started really throwing him under the bus at that point. And even, I think even after that, he had, that's when he had out, uh, Joe, or, uh, Alex Jones on his show and uh, shit went sideways for that in the sense that Google and iTunes and all that took it took the podcast off the air because it was the most uh, watched episode of Joe Rogan's whatever most downloaded um, iTunes whatever uh, before they took it off but it's not just that. It's every time that he's thrown Eddie Bravo under the bus, saying that he's crazy and he doesn't know what he's talking about and basically calling him stupid. It's the time that he had Brendan Schaub, who was a decent fighter on his show. Joe Rogan's never fought in the cage. Um, And he told Brendan Schaub that he isn't good enough to fight. I mean, it was, dude, it, it was the saddest thing I think I've ever seen between two friends. Well, I shouldn't say the the saddest thing, but it was fucking sad to see a friend mistreat another friend on his show and just shit all over him, basically tell him he's not good enough. And it's like, dude, the only people that Brendan Schaub at that point had really lost to were title contenders. And it happens all the time where you have somebody like, um, fuck, what's the guy? The featherweight. He's either featherweight or super lightweight or whatever you call it. I can't remember the, that division. It's one 135ers. And uh, he was with Team Alpha Male. And then he left. And all of a sudden, he starts winning championships. You know what I mean? So that, that kind of shit happens often. Where a fighter isn't doing so well, he switches camps. And then all of a sudden, he's doing good. And that could have been the, pre- the, the, the thing that was happening to Brendan Schaub, he just needed to switch up camps and maybe he would have started winning fights that he would have lost had he been with the last one. Anyway, so Joe did that to him. And then he has uh, Owen Benjamin on and Owen thought that they'd be good buddies. And he says that shit right to his face and uh, just fucks up Owen. I mean, you, if I have a friend and he says that shit to me while we're like in public or something, that's going to fuck up my day. You know what I mean? And, um, it's going to start building some serious animosity. And it did. I mean, for him to look at Owen Benjamin and tell him that he's the worst representative of himself. I mean, what a subjective fucking point of view to take. You know what I mean? Like, Owen was saying shit that he felt. Now, a, a liberal can say that all day and they're fine. You know? Um, nobody's going to really bat too much of an eye at him. Especially, fuck, look, take it, uh, Kathy Griffin. Even with her and her fucking cutting the dude's head off. After that... Liberals didn't say shit. They said it once about that. Oh, that, you know. And even the the majority of them didn't say shit. They thought it was fine and funny and all that. 
It was more so center, center right that had a problem with it. She apologized and then she turned around and said, no, I don't apologize. I, I take that back. And liberals couldn't be happier with her. It's a load of shit. So for him to do that to fucking Owen, it just shows more that Joe is not a good friend. He doesn't know what loyalty is. <clears throat> Excuse me, on top of that, anytime somebody comes on that has a problem with one of his friends, he never defends anybody. He doesn't defend, defend his friends. You know what I mean? Has on all these liberal leftists and just agrees with them and throws some softball questions and shit. But the moment that you fucking question anything Joe Rogan stands for rigidly, which is his biggest argument against religion and Catholicism, he points out, oh, how rigid it is. Dude, I'm a Catholic. I've been a Catholic uh, since I was 15, 16. So about 20 years with a, a span of about a week or two that I reverted back to atheism. It's not rigid. You hear me fucking talking about it. I would I would argue, if you're on his side about that, go to church. Go to Mass one time. Or a couple of times. You know what I mean? Go through, go, just go to one RCIA class. Go to a Knights of a Columbus meetup. You know, go wherever you can and see how rigid they are. You're not going to see rigidity. Nowhere near like how Joe Rogan is when you, when he asks you a question about, hey, what what are you not that big of a, uh, uh, what do you not hold that that dear to your heart when it comes to social and political issues, and then have you answer, and then he fucking attacks you for it like he did with Stephen Crowder. He asked Stephen Crowder basically like, what what stance do you take that you really don't care too much? It was it was along those lines. I'm kind of paraphrasing. What stance do you take on an issue that you don't really care about? And, or, or something along those lines. And uh, Stephen Crowder was like, well, I guess it would be, you know, people, people, uh, I guess, getting a little hyperbolic about their, the, what they believe weed can do for you. And it, it was like, I just don't, not that I care either way, but I wish people would stop pretending that weed is a cure-all. And then Joe Rogan got fucking pissed. He started defending weed. Dude, Joe Rogan didn't smoke weed. He admits this until uh, he was in his mid-20s. So I've been smoking weed about as long as, as Joe Rogan. And the what, the stance that he takes about it, I mean, he just went right after Stephen Crowder. To the point where Stephen Crowder would talk about it on a show. He was like, dude, yeah, he just kind of went off on me. And then... Joe Rogan, oddly enough, this this would be the one area where he'd have an argument for him about how quote-unquote good of a friend he is or something along those lines, where he did another part with uh, Steven Crowder and apologized for it. But it's the initial stance that he takes, just like what happened with Jack Dorsey recently. He had Jack Dorsey on. They had to take off the, the whole video because of the amount of negative comments that they were getting because of that interview. And now he's going to have jo uh, Jack Dorsey on so that he can throw him some harder questions. It's like, it, I get what you're doing. And you're trying to make up for it. But you're taking away from the original stance. And this isn't just a, a slip up because you said something you didn't really mean, which happens to everybody. It's that you went an entire, what, three, four hours talking to a guy. And it was, it was nothing but feather questions. It was, it was 
nice and easy softball questions that you're giving him, and then you were agreeing with him for the most part. You weren't you weren't being critical of something that you should be critical about. You're sitting here talking about First Amendment rights, and you're talking about people's freedom to 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 speak, and then the hindrance that Twitter does. And Jack even admitted at one point that because Joe Rogan brought up Alex Jones, Jack admitted at one point he didn't even know why they kicked him off. But Jack or Joe Rogan doesn't give a shit about his friends, and I don't I don't think they're friends anymore. By the way, him and uh, Alex Jones, I certainly wouldn't be. I'd be calling that motherfucker out left and right. Like fuck you, just like uh, Owen Benjamin is doing. Owen Benjamin is even more pissed at Joe Rogan because at one part he thought he could be friends with him. He thought they might be friends. And then to have him not defend him when there would be people that came on and saying that Owen Benjamin is is a racist and a white supremacist and all this, and Joe Rogan doesn't come to bat for him. you got to understand, there is such thing as loyalty. I know it because I have it. That the moment that you should start shit-talking my friends, it's game on. You ever fucking say shit about my best friend, and I'm it's it's not even gonna be a question. I'm gonna leave no open fucking loopholes or whatever to have you think that maybe I didn't defend my friend. It's going to be game on, and it's probably gonna get to the level of I will fucking reach over this table and crack you in the face. You keep talking this way. It'll be threats coming out. And that's what friends are supposed to do. That's why you're friends. It's to defend one another. I've seen people who would never be considered fighters who defended their friends, you know, and defended them basically to the, it would have been to the death. You know what I mean? So that's what it's supposed to be. That's what being a friend is supposed to be. Or at the fucking very least, just go, you know what? I don't agree with your assessment. That's my friend. You know, I don't want you talking bad about him. something along those lines, but he doesn't do shit. And he's in lockstep with him, dude. He, he did, I, I think he's really made it. And Joe Rogan has a pretty, obviously, a large audience. You know, at least 5 million from the, from what I know. I think it's up to actually around 13, 14 million. And uh, I think he's just gotten too big. He's gotten too many celebrity friends that he's worried about how they look at him. And, that, and once you start doing that, that's when you, that's when you start failing. I loved corn, and I've talked about corn before. I used to love corn. And then corn turned around, and they started making music that they thought their fans wanted to hear. And that was their downfall. What you got to understand is you acquire your fans by what you were doing in the first place. And if you you got to keep doing that in order to keep those fans. The moment that you switch around and you start thinking for your fran- your fans and you start producing product that you think your fans want that's different from what you were doing it's it, you, you fail right then and there and that's what Joe Rogan's doing I think he's worried about people thinking that he's a conspiracy theorist just like what I talk about when it comes to um, Ben Shapiro Ben Shapiro is deathly worried about anybody ever considering him a, a conspiracy theorist it was a shocker to hear him talk about how TV shows would implicitly force feed the public liberal leftist um, ideology when he talked about that I was like oh wow he's maybe he's coming around but then it, that was it and he did it from a very um, conservative standpoint and a very factual standpoint where there wasn't really any any area to, to question 
that it could just be a, a conspiracy theory or, or conspiracy research or whatever. You know? So, Joe Rogan is just a fucking piece of shit in my book anymore. I have really no respect for the guy. Uh, and it's sad. Like I said, it's more... It, it, I should say it's more. It's a lot to do with being disappointed with who he used to be to who he is now. But now it's just... He's he's not really covering it up anymore. So now it's just... he's He's went right over to the dark side. Only Darth Vader is cooler. You know what I mean? Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be Joe Rogan. <laughs>